1: Can you get those mics as close to your mouths as you're humanly comfortable with?
2: Is that, like, okay Is that right, okay for me? Is that okay for me? It's good. All good, are you? Yeah. Are we on? Yes, we're on. Okay. No, just talking uh, to um
1: I've just had a mince pie.
2: Oh, you've just had a mince pie. Oh, you've had, you had a mince pie. I Brilliant. Talking... I
1: thought I'd do it without you guys seeing.
2: <laughs> we're talking to DK about offered them one, by the way, about his uh, fourth child that's on the way. And um he was just telling us about um the kid's reaction. Oh, I remember yeah, when, nice, um, nice which was so sweet. And I remember when, because Matty was 12 when I got pregnant with Louie. So that's... Wow. He thought he was an only child forever. And he was very happy being one because I think with only children, it depends how, they if they're not lonely. You know, whenever we went on holiday, we took a pal mm. and you don't argue with your pals like you do with your siblings. So he never had that sort of sibling rivalry thing going on. But when we said... Um, you know, um, we're going, we've got a surprise for you. What would you like more than anything in the world? And he said, a bike, a baby or an orangutan. And when we went, well, it's a baby. He went, oh, I wanted the orangutan. I remember his little face on the, set, on the settee. Aww. Yeah, my God. Wow. You know, that was... that. We you, can were, never, were, you
1: can never predict what kids are going to no, say. but we
2: were nervous telling him because... It wasn't like a kid who, you know, many only children hankered for and wanted a sibling. But because his because we did have so many friends in his life and yeah. we never thought of going away without taking a pal with him and stuff. So yeah. He never really felt lonely or Not. alone, really. Um, so he was quite he was quite happy. It was more, how is this new kid on the block gonna affect my life? Thank you very much. Mm. Sadly it was more than he bargained for with me being poorly. Anyway, all I can think about now, as it's, hang on, what time is it? Up past three is food. Food.
3: I'm always thinking about food. I know. But that's the problem, isn't it?
2: Well, well I said I don't... to DK
3: the other day, I said, oh, I know, mean, I'm really focused on, you know, training and, and the fridge and, and did five days, did five days of lighter life. But I, I lose, I lose track. I need
1: you felt good the other day, though. You said I know you I felt
3: energized. great, energized. Yeah, but
2: you know what it was, DK. He he did, but then he saw some pictures of himself. So I'd said to him, "You've really lost weight in your face." Lincoln and I both have yeah. round faces, yeah, and I can tell immediately in just a few days when he's looking after, you know, looking after himself a bit more. And, um, and I'd said you'd lost weight in your face. And then we saw some photos, which in Lincoln's opinion proved otherwise. It was a bad angle, you know.
1: Yeah.
2: And he got really, the word that later life uses crooked thinking. And then you want to eat because you're cross with yourself. And it's a vicious circle all yeah, the time. Yeah, you fuck
1: it. It's not you're working. It. It's, I might not worth, well. it's not
2: working. I might as well just have oh, fish and chips. Just I'm crimping out. You I'm know, crimping out where you crimp yeah. it. But, um, but what I've learned to do since I went on... This sounds like it's a Lighter Life advert. It, it's it's not. It's just that I can't talk about weight and weight loss without talking about Lighter your Life. Journey, your journey, because isn't it? It's my journey. It and because journey. I've been a Lighter Life ambassador for... I always have to go, married 10 years, Lighter Life... No, married and Lighter Life 10 years. Yeah. Alcohol 9 years. Yeah. That's years. right. No alcohol yeah. 9
1: Depression, years. Depression
2: 33. Depression so 33 years. So when I gave up drinking everybody always thinks that you give up alcohol and you lose weight you know i've got loads of friends of mine who drink who might be a little bit overweight and they'll say if i just gave up drinking never really made that much difference to my weight mm. alcohol it was it was food and so it
1: depends what you're drinking if it's 12 pints a night or something yeah if it's, it's 12 it, pints a night but i was a wine and yeah.
2: vodka drinker but then When I gave up drinking, all of the sugar that had been surging well, both of us, all of this sugar, because we were like stick thin. Mm. You know, we were very, very slim for all the wrong reasons. So people, I'd think I looked amazing. But when I look back at the pictures now, there is a deadness in my eyes. If anybody is so bored they ever Google Denise Welsh drunk. Mm. Bloody hell, I got a shock when I did that one day. I can't remember why I did it. It was to find some before and after picture. And um, it was a shock because, yes, I'm really slim. We both are, but we look terrible in our eyes and our faces and our mm. pallor. Yeah, We look awful. But so I didn't lose weight. I put on two stone because all the sugar surging around had gone. P- prior to that, you're in a restaurant, you have your dinner. Soon as the main course was over, I'd be outside having a fag and a glass of wine. Well, you're not anymore. You're there for the dessert trolley <laughs> and you're desperate for sweets. I'd never had a sweet tooth. All my life, my family were in confectionery. I never really had a sweet tooth. How
1: were they? I didn't know that.
2: Welsh's Toffees. Well, you know, because Mel's dad knew my dad. So my dad, my dad's um, dad, John W. Welsh, there was two sides to the family. There was my dad, my grandpa's brother, Tom, who had Welsh's of Whitley Bay, very famous in the Northeast. And those were sold in um, sweetie bags, like football chews, And lollipops on sticks and humbugs and that. And they were sold like that. My grandpa, John William Welsh, had John W. Welsh in Whitley Bay on Laburnum Avenue. And that was all when you go in the shop and you get the jars of sweets. So you Mm -hmm. get a quarter of this and a quarter of that. Mm -hmm. My granddad invented the black bullet. The black bullet is a rolled mint. Jesmona do them. You know, the rolled dark mints? Uh, Round.
1: They're not the one that's black and white.
2: No, they're not those. There's they're a rolled jokes, mint. Like... It's hard to describe them. It's sort of translucent, dark rolled mint. Okay. And my grandpa invented the black bullet. And when I was little, I used to go to the factory on a Saturday morning. Mm. The kids used to call me truly scrumptious, tritty bang-bang film. And it was early days. So the machine used to, this big machine, the smell was, I mean, you know, you can imagine for children... It was a sweetie factory. And dad used to always go in and do some accounts on a Saturday morning. So we used to, mum used to palm me and my sister off on dad. And uh, so we would be talking to the girls in the factory because there was a few of them worked on a Saturday morning. And there was this machine that pumped out the black bullet stuff in like a long sausage. And they literally used to go cut and roll cut and roll cut and roll with a ha- with a, with a, with a knife cut and roll cut and roll like that with these black bullets and they became really famous in the north um and uh, so I was brought up con- surrounded by sweets and confectionery never had a never had a sweet tooth I was on the A list of every party though because I would turn up with a great big bag no. of mixed toffees and everyone used to look forward <laughs> to them subsequently I didn't have a sweet tooth till we stopped drinking and then we could literally put our head into a cheesecake and eat the whole thing.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'm Jeez not, as, I'm not as much down that line of the of, of the sweets and stuff. Am I? Am I? Pinocchio. Mm, well, no, I don't know. you, no, you would be a little
1: pastry you, here and there. You'll,
2: you'll be more. Pastries, no, you're right. Pastries here and there. Yeah. You'll be more likely to say no.
1: Uh I would. I've never seen him with a bar of chocolate. Like
2: no, it's not really bars Hold of on. chocolate with us. It's puddings. Yeah, but we—you don't ever share. No, I won't share pudding
3: because that's—that's, and I don't understand. You'll get a that. fork
2: in the back of your hand. Time,
3: sometimes, sometimes they go to a restaurant. They bring out a lot. Of, you know, the waiter will bring out a nice. Oh, there's a spoon for you, sir, as well, if you'd like some.
2: And then I go, no, 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 take the spoon away. He ain't sharing none of it. Do you know the philosophy behind that, DK? Is that I'm very generous, and if if I'm at a table of you know Lincoln or four other people or whatever, and I'll say, "Who wants the dessert?" They all go. Oh, oh no, thank you. And I say, Are you sure? I- I'll treat you. We'll have a dessert. Desserts? Anybody? No, thank you. No, thank you. No, absolutely not. Okay. Well, I'll have the um, apple crumble and custard, please. Thank you. And it arrives, and everybody goes, "Can I have a taste?" Fuck off! <laughs> fuck you, fucking fuck off! No, you can't. You had it's a like- chance. No, but it's like, if you would anyone like an ice lolly? Ice lolly, anybody? Magnum's going to get an ice lolly, anybody? Going to have one of those? No, thank you. Not for me. I'll get mine. Can I have a bite? No, that's half the Magnum. You're not having one. So that's not me just being mean. It's saying you can have as much. And then they go, It's well, a principled stance, Denise. Two, so I'm
1: not going to fault you for yeah,
2: that. Yeah, we've brought two spoons. Excuse me. Take the second spoon away. And,
3: and it does. It gets taken away. I'm sitting there literally just.
2: Yeah. Because you could have one. But the thing You're about... you a nurse in your coffee I thing. put on two, two stone really quite quickly, but I justified it because I'd given up drinking. Oh, mm. my God. And then a year later, I'd given up smoking. But apart from the aesthetic aspect of it, and I'm only five foot four, so although two stone in the greater scheme of things is not a huge amount of weight, it was to me... But rather than vanity, it was how I felt. Mm -hmm. It made me realise that even just two stone really affected my breathing. Mm. It affected. I remember I was doing a play with Keith Allen, Mac Family Robinson. Do you remember? Yeah. And I'd put on this weight, probably a bit more than that, maybe two and a half by that time, and it was perfect for the role because she was meant to be this this real floozy. And it meant that it looked great because she was billowing out of her tracksuit and the red lips and the fag and everything. It was a brilliant play, wasn't it? Yeah, great. What was that called? Called Smack Family Robinson. It was directed by Richard Wilson of One Foot in the Grave fame. And it was me and Keith Allen. And um, it was about two middle-class heroin dealers. It was a dark comedy, but it was very funny. And young Harry Miller, who had been in the... Harry, funnily enough, he'd been a a real um, big boy, wasn't he, when he was in the Harry Potter films. And anyway, it was more about, so I I fell on this bridge at Kingston where we were doing the play and I went to see this uh, uh, doctor and he said, did these tests and whatnot and he said, you've got osteoarthritis in your right knee. Mm. When I subsequently lost weight, I went back to see him for a checkup and he said, you've reduced your osteoarthritis by 90%. And that was just two stone. So you imagine people carrying massive amounts of of weight, that the, apart from the fact that... So that was on Lighter Life for, two, for part, two months. I'm going to say about Lighter Life, yeah. but apart from the fact that what it's doing to your other organs, yeah. you know, and, I, and listen, I'm not talking about DK being a size 14 and being a bigger curvy girl or whatever. Of course, I think it's fantastic to to embrace that. I'm talking about the health problems that come with being overweight. Mm. So I knew... Because I'd talked on Loose Women a lot about having put weight on, several diet companies had approached me and said, would you like to try our diet? And so Lincoln and I together, you weren't even an artist then, were you? You were doing a bit of PR for me in various Mm -hmm. bits and bobs as well. And we were looking through all these different things and um, Lighter Life came through. And I thought, oh, I've heard of that because I'd never had to diet before. All the bad things in my life had kept me slim, and um, anyway, we looked at lighter life, and it was the only diet that talked about how to change your relationship with food. I knew how to diet. I know that if you put less food in your mouth, you will lose weight. That's as simple as that. But oh, it's right, the em- write that down. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the um, it's the emotional side of eating, and it was the emotional side of it that made me. Grab onto what they were saying because I knew that I was starting to eat like I was drinking, which was drinking to blackout, eating to the point that I was so full I couldn't breathe. You know, I was secret eating. I didn't have to secret eat. There was no one in my household that was reprimanding me for eating. So why was I hiding things? Yeah. And I was very quick to self-analyse that this was a problem I needed to nip in the bud. So we spoke to Lighter Life and they asked me to try it. It's hard. But they gave me a mentor within a group Mm. and I was dreading it. Please don't make me go to group therapy. Please don't make me do this. Please don't make me do that. And Lincoln said, if you're serious about this, This is what they've said you've got to do. And it was the making of me. And um, it was the first time I'd really addressed scales. You know, I didn't want to get on scales. And, you know, and I don't think people should live their life by scales, but it was important for this particular uh, thing. Mm. And sticking to the Lighter Life Total program, I lost two stone in two months. But then when you start reintroducing normal food into the equation, you have to learn about maintenance, and it's all about changing a relationship and the crooked thinking. So what Lighter Life did, which I shall always be grateful for, and I remain the ambassador after, you know, 10 years with them, Mm -hmm. is that um, it gave me the tools. So if I find myself slipping emotionally, because I'll always be that eater. You've just got to control it. I'll always be a recovering alcoholic. It's still there, you know, could never trust, you know, I, I, I would never pick up a cigarette or drink again. I know the road it would lead to. So what it's done is that it doesn't mean about cutting anything out of your life. You know, I never go on. I'm not going to have carbs. I'm a Geordie. So I love fish and chips. I love pie and mash. I love all of those things. And, and it means that you can have them, but you make an informed choice when to have them rather than just turning to them in times of, emotional comfort Mm. and i'm not saying i don't do that sometimes dk just because i'm the ambassador i'm not superhuman but i know that lincoln has never worked with he's done stints of lighter life before but he's never actually worked with a mentor before and i think that this is something that you should because you're getting i notice that your mood is getting you're getting cross with yourself about it well, you are. Why are you looking at DK like that? You know that he is DK. He's getting angry with himself about not being in control. Yeah, I
3: suppose. Yeah, but I mean, I, I. it's one of those things, isn't it? You know, I don't, I don't really, I, suppose I don't see, I don't see it as getting angry. I just see it as a frustration of... Getting close a,
2: with yourself when you put clothes on and they're not fitting you.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, but I did, I did a very strict five days and that, you know, I like those drinks. But I, then I get to the point of thinking, my five days I should be seeing something, and then I saw a photograph of myself and literally just want to throw myself. But that's the what I of mean.
2: But that's, but that, but that's when that's when having a mentor and having it sort of monitored really, really, really oh, absolutely. helps. Absolutely. How does the know?
1: mentor change that?
2: Because the mentor yeah. is using CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, yeah. and it's very, it's very, it's not like some because I always thought CBT, ooh, ooh there's going to be lots of therapy speak, but I suppose. One simple analogy would be, you've come home after a really shitty day at work. Yeah, It's cold, it's wet, it's miserable, and, you know, something horrible has happened at work. And you just think, for people like me, do you know, fuck it, I'm just going to order a great big greasy pizza. And it'll be here in 10 minutes, and that's what I'm going to do. Sounds great. What's the number? Yeah. And (laughs) And these little wheels... Just kick in now. And so what, I'm not saying that never happens. I'd be lying if I said that. But in the main, you will think that. And and the CBT just teaches you to think, just take a minute. Take a minute. Mm. If I now, I'm feeling shitty. If I now order that pizza, it will come. How long will it take me to eat it? 10 minutes? How am I going to feel after are you going to feel better? No, I'm going to feel 10 times worse. I'm going to be so disappointed with myself that I caved in and, and had that for the wrong reasons. I've got indigestion. Um, It wasn't a day when I was going to have a sort of, you know, day where I'm going to eat anything. So just think, I'm hungry and I'm feeling a bit down on myself, but just make a better choice. Mm and it's just taking those little moments to think yeah it's stopping it. it's stopping it and then thinking yeah. because sunday was going to be my is, day is when i was going to have to do thing like
1: like a sponsor like well, aa it, can it's can, can you phone you someone class.
2: and just well the system did, has changed it. because of king covid situations of course which you know stopped lots of things happening but when i went it was in a group setting so there would there was maybe about 10 ladies in my group but you're all supporting each other you go every week you're getting wage you're that you're checking on you some people have had a week where they haven't lost so they're a bit down on themselves but it's about the way Lighter Life works, there might be a week that you don't lose, but you will definitely lose more the next week. This mm. is when you're on the four food packs a day, and the food packs have changed so much over the years. Oh, yeah. You know, they're they're much more delicious. And um, it's hard because you you're on under a thousand calories. But you know that the but the success of companies like Lighter Life, and you're seeing it now, doctors are recommending um meal replacement diets, of which lighter life is number one, because they are reversing type two diabetes in people. Mm. You know, not just arresting mm. it; they're they're reversing it mm. in people. There used to be. Have you heard people say over the years, "Oh, she's lost that weight far too quickly." "Oh, he's lost that weight far too quickly." It's usually an excuse for people who that, need for people to have who people who are bigger to say that who ha, who aren't in control of what they're eating. Um, it's usually a bit of a a dig at somebody. But that that thing about you've lost weight too quickly. And we know people who would say things like that is that in the 60s, a survey was done, some kind of food survey was done. And it came out that losing weight too quickly was dangerous. Within three weeks, it had been jumped on by proper scientists who'd said absolute and utter bollocks. If you are 25 stone and very quickly you get down to 15 stone, you've saved your life but it stuck with people. And it was all, almost an excuse for some people as well. So, Lighter Life and diets like that got poo-pooed for years. 800 calories, 700 calories, it's not forever. But what the, the company was started by three morbidly obese w- women, including Bar, who is the owner of the company, and um, Boz, the person that we've dealt with uh, most of the time, her and her two chums had tried every single diet and they knew they were in danger of of absolutely shortening their lifespan. And they created this diet where for a certain amount of time, you took real food out the equation because, and it's the only thing that's worked for me, because we see all of these diets on the front of magazines: the "eat all you can" diet, the fish and chip diet, oh, I'm on that one. The, bur- the burger diet, the this diet. It's rubbish. You can't eat anything as much as you want, even vegetables and chicken. You can't eat as much as you want if you are completely sedentary, and that's all that you're that you're doing. And so, if you take real food out the equation. Because I know what I'm like. If I'm on a normal diet and you go, I'll have a tuna salad. Because you're having a tuna salad, you're thinking that's okay. But actually, calorifically, it's not. But by taking food out, I know that if I have the four food packs a day, for however long, mine was two months, wouldn't need to be that for a lot of people, could be Six weeks for some depends how much you've could. It's a year for some people. Got a hundred percent of all the
3: vitamins and minerals that you need. RDA's. There, I am much everything. healthier
2: when I'm on it, and I feel know.
3: great on it. But I'm still greedy.
1: It's hard. So what's 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 in it? But, what's what's it made of? You say a food pack. What's in? Well, what's a food the pack, pack. But you've got you've got all the. I mean, it, is it powder or yeah. is it broccoli? Some of them are powder? Yeah, powder. Some
2: of them are powder. Some of them are, some some are, of are of like them
3: like small ready made meals.
2: Some of them are like in a, in, in a food in a food pot. You've got like the Thai noodle one. So you're pouring water on it, a bit like a pot like noodle. a pot noodle. <laughs> but it's it's got every single um it's got every mineral, every uh, RDA, every vitamin, every everything in it for those for those. Things.
0: Yeah, and lots of and Some research. of them are yummy,
2: you know, spaghetti bolognese. Is it like a plate of spaghetti bolognese at Giuseppe's restaurant? No, of course it's not, but it's it's okay. And it's lots of science has gone into it's, this. This it's is the, the point as well. It's the thinking. It's the way your mind works. So you have your mentor that is that is keeping you going, taking the crooked thinking out, taking the all or nothing. We all do all or nothing. I won't eat any. Drinkers do that. Well, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't drink during the week. You are, because you drink to blackout at the weekend. The amount of friends who've said that, well, I'm not an alcoholic. You are. I think you are. I've never said that to them, but we say to each other, because obviously we're perfect, you know, yes, you, you are. It's not...
1: What works for you, Lincoln? Because sometimes well, you you have diet and it's super successful for a period of time, and then it I comes know. off. And what's the what's the what's happening know. when it's successful? What's the feel good part of it?
3: It's great. It feels great. I mean, I I always. I mean, as I say, I'll do I'll do like lighter life light, where I'll have. The, um, the ready-made shakes or the ones that you sh- might put into a shaker yourself and mix with water, they're perfectly fine they're really good. They taste great. There's so much science behind them that I feel like I'm getting what I need from them. And then I'll have a small meal in the evening. And I'll do that. Yeah. But like you say, and I will, I'll do it for say five, six days. Then all of a sudden, I, you know, and I'm an intelligent person. I will basically go and oh, I'm going to have that pork chop and actually I'm not going to have salad, I'm going to have some mash with that and it just starts this whole thing off I mean, again. it's
2: normal because that's just really delicious food, you know, and we no, love... No, I get it. I we get it. But love...
1: there's something else happening in your life at that, around that, that time yes, that doesn't be. give you the strength to yes. use the... Yes. Get, go yes. against your critical thinking. And
3: always says as well, I'll do this thing where I'll go, where I'll, like, I'll be on the Light of Life train, all right, and I'll be doing it and then I'll one one day i'll come in and then like i said i'm not thinking and it is it's just complete, i'll say to him it's oh let me finish it because I got, this is this is exactly what happens oh, okay. from my point of view and i don't see it but i am i'm in the kitchen and i'm making a salad and i'm putting some bits in there and stuff and then comes in because and, and she will say because you know she'll pull me up on it and go hey what what's going on how come you i'll say look look hang on a minute i i haven't eaten I haven't eaten. I'm just having something. And that, for some reason, I've, I feel like I've got to completely defend myself when basically then saying, hang on, you said you were doing Lighter Life. So do Lighter Life. Yeah,
2: I'm not criticising him. Criticizing I'm just, it's or just or I'll come hand... in and he's having a baguette. Yeah, but, and, yeah, and, and, yeah. And then I go. That's a good point. No, it, no, it, it was a salad, was it? No, it wasn't a salad. It's a baguette. Okay. It a baguette. he having a okay. baguette. And all I say is, because he'll say to me at the beginning, "Okay, you know, pick me up on things. Say to me, hey, you know, I'm not yes. confused. No, no, no. And just say, just you know, don't eat that. just yeah. don't eat, eat yeah. that. Say, you're not going to lose weight if you eat that. But then, of course, like all of us, we say to say that. But I'll come and that's exactly what I'll, I'll say. Oh, you're having a baguette? And he immediately goes, I haven't eaten all day. And I go, I don't care what you eat. But don't say you're not going to. Don't say you're on lighter life then because you're not. God, I can't believe this is. Not an advert for lighter life. You know, it's ridiculous. But no, but it's I, part of our life. It and is part of that's our life.
3: I've used it, but I cannot find
2: sustainability. But I'll tell you what it the, is for you as well. It's working out. when you're The reason why you can eat DK, probably like a horse sometimes, is because you're... I'm, I think that what Lincoln's told me. Program. Yeah, your training program is consistent. Yes,
1: you, you, I haven't got a training program. But I tra- whatever I, you I, do, I do whatever I do as often as I can. But it's not as often as I'd like.
2: No, but, but you you still train regularly. You don't you have a month yes. where you don't have a month where you don't.
1: No, no, because I would feel shit yes. if I didn't. And my wife and I are very conscious of that and very honest with each other. And if one of us isn't feeling good. About ourselves, we say to the other, "You're probably not training enough, or you're not, you know, you're not exercising right." Yeah.
3: Well, Dan says that to me, but it doesn't kick me up the arse enough to do it. No, because it's a vicious circle. You mentioned scales before. Do you get on scale? No. I I had this stupid idea in my head. Oh, I can get in these trousers. These trousers are fine. So your trousers are are your scales, basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah.
1: Right. Because there was one period in my life. So when I was significantly younger, and I was playing ultimate frisbee.
2: Frisbee as in Frisbee? Frisbee, yeah,
1: frisbee. but ultimately, so it's right. a lot of running, a lot you of sprinting. Were, right. You were
3: doing a lot of that when I first met you, actually.
1: Uh, I, I can't be. No, I've given up. I, I've been doing it for, for fun, maybe. I've yeah. been doing it for fun. But right. But there was a period where I was getting um, physically, um, not abused, but like I was getting knocked about a bit on the Frisbee yeah. field and I wanted to bulk up to be more aggressive on on the thing. So I put on six kilos or something.
2: What is that in, in Real Money?
1: six kilos no idea i moved from stone to kilos a long time ago oh, and i, I, can't, can't, do I it can't
2: do kilos but anyway yeah let's
1: say it was a stone stone right, and a half okay. maybe um and and after six months or so i got really bad knee problems and it yeah. was because i'd put this weight That's on what I mean. but i didn't realize that for ages i was just wearing knee braces and everything at frisbee you know doing all this stretching and stuff and i realized it was because of the weight so i thought right i got to lose the weight and I'll go on this sort of crash diet and i get rid of it because like no matter what happens, I don't, I can't run in this. I can't run with, I can't walk with this And pain. that was
2: just about a stone and a half. That's what I mean with the knees. Anyway, go on.
1: Yeah. So, I, so I was determined to lose it. And, but at that time I was doing lots of training. I mean, we're talking about late twenties probably at this time. Um, so I decided to lose the weight as fast as I could. And I lost it in about two months, A stone and a half, two months. And, it, and I used scales and I had a tally chart and I put it on my, on my wall in my I bathroom. I can imagine you did.
2: I can imagine you a spreadsheet. I weighed
1: myself. I did it on a spreadsheet. I weighed myself every night and every morning and I wrote all the numbers down.
2: Yeah. You weighed yourself at night as well.
1: Night, because it's very different. Your night oh, measurements no. and your morning measurements are very, very different. So I wanted to have an overview of what was going on. And over the course of a week, you will, if you're disciplined and you'll stick to your diet, you will lose weight and you'll see it in the numbers. And I had a target number, I had a start number and I had a target number. And over each week, you can see yourself getting there. It's just you; just that number just comes down. And if you see that number comes down, it encourages you to get to the next number. What That's the way. I, do, what the way did, I did you work.
2: do to lose weight? Did you cut out carbs? Which way did you do I it? I cannot,
1: for the life of me, remember because this is going right. back fifteen years or so. But um, I have been on a diet for the last not I'd say a restricted diet for the last six months, and um, that is informed by. Like, like a fasting thing where you don't eat between certain hours of the day right oh yeah so if you were to do it aggressively you wouldn't eat between let's say 8 p.m and midday the next day yeah um i started doing it it it, it wasn't compatible with our life as it turned out because i was trying to eat at five o'clock and then not eat again till yeah o'clock and the you've next got day. Like three
2: hungry boys we've got and- the three
1: boys but my wife as well it's like that was like the one thing we do together, yeah. to sit down on the sofa and have dinner together yeah. And, yeah. W- and watch some telly or whatever. So it became a bit unsociable in that respect. So we gave we gave that up. But I I don't have breakfast anymore. I mean, you know, pick holes in this, if you will, but I have two bananas and a, and a bit of a shake for breakfast and then a salad at lunch and then quite a healthy dinner. And that's basically... What's a healthy
2: what, dinner for you? What, what would be an we have, average we healthy have, dinner? We have like
1: salad, falafel and salad, or we have like pizza and... Uh, uh, when I say pizza, we'll make one pizza, split it in yeah. half and have salad on the other yeah. half of the plate. Well, yeah, you, everything, would you have a pudding? salad. No, not at, not at dinner Do time. you
2: not have a craving for something sweet after your dinner?
1: Well, so <laughs> on a normal night, I might have 200 grams of dairy milk.
2: What's 200 grams, DK? About this much?
3: About yeah, he does. six he inches? Does. I promise you, he does. That, six it, inches? So, right.
2: so Is that like a, half a this, family size bar?
3: No, it's no. this family size bar. His family, he's got, he's got four this families. Is, this isn't part of the diet, Denise. This
1: is you asking a pointed question, yeah. which I was trying to avoid.
2: But can you see any other? No, no. 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 Oh, fruit and like fruit and nut, cabbage fruit and nut. We've
1: gone to fruit and nut recently, yeah, but it used to be, I have a dairy milk and my wife would have marvellous creations, which is, right. is dairy milk with um,
2: popping would, candy in it. Would your wife have but, um, a full-size family bar? No, she has never eaten as much as I have. But can you eat a full-size family bath? Yes, you
1: can. With ease. Yeah, oh,
2: yes. With, with ease. It yeah. is easy, though. Well, well,
1: that is my biggest vice. Chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah. So if we're being balanced, that is that is my big vice. But during this this last six months, I've had a lot less. We go through periods of having more. Sometimes I'll cut it out for a week. But hopefully the rest of the time, I don't, I can't eat a lot. You know, you said I might eat like a horse or whatever. I don't eat big meals. Right. I can't. It's so portion control as well. I just I just don't eat that much anymore
2: The last thing I would want anybody who's listening to this podcast right now to think that we're doing is obsessing about food. We just happened to fall into a conversation about what we were going to have for our teas, Mm. how Lincoln has been addressing feeling a bit overweight, how I know that in the winter I tend to look for my comfort food and I've got to be more careful. But it's not more careful about, oh, am I going to look good on a red carpet? Of course I want to look good on a red carpet. I've 64. I need all the help I can get. But it's mostly about how it makes me feel. You know, because if I'm eating properly, I don't get any indigestion. As soon as Mm -hmm. I start bringing in the wrong foods, I live on Gaviscon and I know immediately I've got to do something about it you know that that's your body's the thing giving you feedback
3: what it gives me feedback straight away what i feed into my brain when i listen to podcasts and i i you know i love david goggins with regards to his outlook on it which is you know just just get on with it and do it what on earth Are you, this is the thing about it as well like the other day i did get up and just go to eat the a gym.
2: moderately no, but Diet.
3: On, the other day, the other morning, I did go to the gym when we were in London. I went to the gym and I enjoyed it. I feel a bit achy afterwards because you know, you leave it for you leave it for a couple of months, you're gonna start feeling achy. But when I was on the cruise ship, when we when we went on the cruise, I was in the
2: gym every day, wasn't I? Twice a day even
3: sometimes. Going in there and doing the weights and stuff. Yeah,
2: but and the weight, but but the the weight loss, as we've said before, like on the cruise. Yeah, the weight loss. Weight in the loss has on the, to start yes. in the kitchen. Yeah, and no, I get that. Uh, you know, people think that you can lose weight by I'm exercising. Can't you can't
1: train a bad diet. You can't.
2: I'm, I'm You've talking, got to. I know that. That's what I've said to you before. No. eating a bad diet and going to the gym is not working yes. because you make better choices when you go to the gym regularly. But you can't say that that happened on the cruise. Brilliant. So my point <laughs> being is,
3: is that. Food and uh. training, food and training go hand in hand. When I was with they Scott, do. I lost a stone of Scott in, in World. Because you
2: were making better
3: choices. I was making better choices, but I was actually, oh, I knew I needed to see Scott. That's why personal trainers are good. I knew I needed to see Scott and I was seeing him two or three times a eat. week. Yes, he did.
1: Oh, mm. you were on a eating You were you? You were on an you eating plan. Yeah. Gym. And you, yeah.
2: you respond, you respond to people who know telling you I what appreciate to do. their knowledge I
3: want to be a part that's what of it you do it's like it's the thing is I, like I we all to, need
2: help so I listened to
3: Joe Rogan I watched that David Goggins I, I see I, I see this and it is about like like Rogan always talks about you know he, he he wants he wants to train five days a week and have two days the two days he has off he's always doing saunas and water jumping and i don't know whatever else he gets
2: up not to. like our days off which are just lying watching true crime right, and no but i have
3: more days off than any days on but the point being is i've got to get on it i've got to get on the training program and the issue i've got is is that this is the point it's like i'll go out you know i'll go and paint and then I've, i'll work on marketing my work so i can sell it that's how i do it that's what i do as an artist i know what i need to do so i need to get on with that and i get on with it and do it right we're training i know exactly
2: what i've got to no, do i know lincoln stop eating so know, much but, but lincoln, go to the gym lincoln think back Don't go. listen to me think back to what you've just said when i was with scott i lost a stone i've said to you we're members of this great gym called space claire's space in uh Mobley. it's do you know what it is it's a fantastic trendy all singing all dancing gym that's not pretentious because I hate pretentious gyms, but all the people there are just lovely. She's just got very good with staff and they're just great. And there's a guy there called Dan and he's been saying, I'd love to train Lincoln. How many times have I said to you, get a program with Dan? Yeah. I know over the next month we can't because there's, yeah, there's always the next. Something. No, there is, but we're going on holiday, Lincoln. So that, not saying we can't be careful on holiday, but, but I just, I've just, I've completely contradicted myself because... I always say about I don't make New Year's resolutions, but i make them on for you, which is come January, which is a good time, like loads of people do. That's where gyms make all the money, as we know, and then Mm -hmm. people lapse with it. But I know that you've just exactly said that. You need structure and someone who knows guiding you through what to do. You listen to what they say, and it makes you feel good. Why are you shaking
3: your head? Shaking my head because, because, to answer your question, when we leave here... I could go to the gym and do an hour workout because I've trained all
2: but my life. you're not on a program. No, no, but you know, but the program's in here. Right. Okay. Have you got the food? Have you been to source the food that you're going to have for your breakfast tomorrow when you've gone training? No. No, exactly. You're not no. thinking it through. It doesn't work like that. It's got to run hand in hand. And I'm not se- bloody hell. So
3: you're talking about preparation and planning for the actual event Just of me going, going to, to the, the gym. gym
2: tonight, but then going and having. You know, uh, breakfast at our local cafe and having eggs and bacon and muffins and spread. It's not going to work. No, I know it's not
3: going to work. That's I, what like I mean. So, much, so I know. It doesn't know. mean, I'm
2: not saying don't go to the gym. I'm just saying, I I know what you're like because I've been married to you for so long. You need a st- to to actually make a concerted effort. I know, to I do, sorry. I do. You need a, a structure. I'm just talking it through because, no, as it's I say, interesting um, you to need talk it
1: through. a tally chart.
2: You need
1: He's, a
2: tally like, chart.
1: I need, on a, I need one you of need DK's, DK's, DK's... tally
2: charts. Would you, do, would, you, would
1: you do that? Would you He's going to make you one. Would, would you get scales in your bath? Because that's the only thing that's consistent in your life is that you go to the toilet every night. I mean, surely. And yeah. if you see it there on the wall, because all the other stuff, going to the gym and stuff, that's hard because you're out and about, you're all over the place.
2: You know, you're in different countries, you're in You've different cities. You've got to it's like on Lighter Life, you have a quick weight loss the first week. When you see four pounds comes off, you are buzzing. Nothing
3: else, yeah,
1: as inspiring as yeah. that is there.
3: Well, this is the point where I get to see, it always works like this. Then, then will say to me, Oh, you've lost weight around your face. The next minute, it's back on again. <laughs> because it's a stop. Well, what happened? What happened? You're not on
1: a program. What happened with Scott? What,
3: you know, you lost the. Uh, well, COVID covid yeah. happened i cannot believe it it was the first time that i'd got into a real program where he would say right okay we know exactly what we're doing you, wasn't every week we know exactly what we're doing and we're growing this we're going to make you stronger we're going to work on we're working on certain parts of my legs where i was my knees were hurting and my and he, he just knew the banter with him as knew, well yeah, didn't yes he? he knew me he was very strict very strict. And I really enjoyed it. It was hard, really hard, but I really enjoyed it. COVID came and Chip's back on the scene. Scott, that's well, that's it.
2: Because Scott, Scott had to close his studio. And then when we were just starting to come out, he was, he sort of had a, a lean to. And let's be honest, it was the winter and it was, Freezing. yeah it was freezing
3: but one of the things i always think back on that and i think the determination he had to do that he set up one of these things in his garden and everything so it was outside and he had all the training equipment in there you know really committed and i and i sort of it was it was very, very hard to train outside. It was the
2: winter as well, well yeah. and then you know we 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 were all living a different life. Everything changed. It was hard to be consistent. You know, we were low in mood, and that's comforted by food. And it was oh, it was it yeah. was. I it had was, to really, I had to really hard. work hard on, on you know to main to maintain. I did put on a bit, but I, I I I've got the tools to get back on the saddle a little bit. Who knew that that podcast was going to become about that. That was interesting. That was,
3: mm, yeah. I mean, I, I've just—it's just refreshed my memory that I've, you know, I just got to—I've got—I've got to get this sorted out. So I've got—I've got to look at. I'm actually—I'm going to do. I'll do. I'll commit to doing a progress in this podcast. Maybe we'll have a.
2: There we are. Uh, you heard it here, folks. Yeah, we'll have. Um,
1: I'll bring a pair of scales in.
2: Oh, a pair oh, of yeah. scales in a tally chart we'll is coming. A to a podcast near you like, like the boxers. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right then. Oh, I'm tired, DK.
3: Okay. I need
2: are Yeah, I'm starving Are you. I'm
3: starving. <laughs> That's our out. That's our out right there.
2: So, guys, if there's anything that you've ever heard me talking about that you'd like to hear more of or, indeed, anything you can suggest that me, DK and Lincoln can bring to the table, contact me on denisewelshpod at gmail.com and um, indeed, if you've got any questions, ask away. We'd love to hear from you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.